Fucking fuck. fuck. Alright, let's go, Maz. This is episode five. Episode three, actually, if you don't count the guests. Um, this is our earliest episode we've ever recorded. Yeah. <laughs> it's 6.15 a.m., bro. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, bro. Oh, man. Like, Maz is the only person. He's supposed to come to my house at 6. And he calls me at 5.56. And he's like, bro, I'm outside. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I wanted to sleep to the last minute. What the fuck are you here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I come in and he's like so sleepy I have to shake him like wake up bro wake up <laughs> bro we're not all like crazy ninja warriors like you bro you go to all these crazy events bro crazy ninja wait, wait, warriors wait, wait. <laughs> I like it fucking fuck let's go go do meditation go do meditation I was like I was like damn she wasn't going to sit down for a month and masturbation <laughs> I wasn't empathizing with Hitler. Fucking fuck. Anything you want to do, you can. <laughs> Be a professor. Wink, wink. Clearly, you spent too much time on a Last week, I was at this event called Castle Drumming. Okay. It was kind of interesting. Like, it was, it was a good time. It was like dancing by the fire, lots of drumming, and like sort of tribal vibes. <laughs> Wait, I love how you just say that like casually. Like, oh yeah, we're just dancing by the fire, like with some drums and like... Yeah, people, like, people have clothes on or naked? Um, mostly clothed. <laughs> mostly. But there, there were some topless people or whatnot. Like, yeah, so it was good vibes. <laughs> nice, good vibes. Vibe. And then it started to rain, so we had to go at the shelter. Oh <laughs> shit! See, you, the hippies pissed God off. God's like, get the fuck inside. <laughs> Put some clothes on. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, that oh, was good. Man. But actually, so I had this chat with someone in that event. Um, was Wait, was it like telepathic? Was it like spiritual? Like your assholes no, connected through some third dimension? Bro, <laughs> 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 you guys both smoked some random drug and then you're like, bro, we talked in the other field of dimension. I mean, that could happen, who knows? <laughs> but uh, this time... No, tell didn't. me, tell me. What, what happened? What did you talk about? So he was telling me about this retreat that he's been on before. And um, the way he introduced it is like, it's a one week long retreat. Yeah. And it's really intense. And he got a lot out of it, so much that he, he's been to it again as well. Okay. And he's like... 11 a.m. the first morning, everyone is just triggered. Like, whatever triggers you have has just somehow been, like, brought to the surface. And it's just, like, 12 people triggered, like, sort of in, in one environment. And they're just navigating the triggers in that situation. All right, so let me get this straight. So, 12 people pay this person i'm guessing they pay the person who organized the event yeah so it's, it's a one week long so you pay this person accommodation food everything you go to this like retreat yeah and they trigger you and then then they help you are they like psychotherapists like they they, they have they have people with like trauma-informed uh training yeah right and, and this is the thing that's always interesting to me it's like there, there, there's a very fine line uh-huh. between self development, 
personal growth and masochism, in my opinion. And let, let's just define masochism before we continue. Yeah, so what what is it? You're, you're the one who's saying it close, so you, you define it. <laughs> Fuck. Um, look, in, in my understanding, masochism is, is um, taking pleasure from non-instrumental pain. So non-instrumental meaning the like pain without a reason. Like masochism is just enjoying the pain. Um, and I know in the context of self-development, maybe it is instrumental because you're getting something out of it. But just if I'm defining masochism on its mm-hmm, own, mm-hmm. it's just pain for the sake of pain. Like it's pleasurable to you. So, is that correct? I don't know. I mean, as I listened to you say that, I remember this book I was reading called Dopamine Nation. Oh, yeah. And uh, the author is like a researcher, um, like a psychiatrist researcher, and she was talking about how like pleasure and pain are co-located in the brain. So they like the same place in your brain that's like detects pain also like detects pleasure, like like the same same location. So and she talks about actually in the book. So she's she she helps with people that have addictions. Mm. And in the book, she was talking about how uh, some one effective way for people to like quit the addictions is to induce pain. So, for example, what the fuck? So, no, right, it sounds like some Nazi shit. No, listen, there's like proper research on it. So there's like, um, like for example, ice bath, right? Yeah. Um, the if you take ice baths, it. The, after the, the first minute that you're like if you let's say you go on an ice bath for a minute right in that minute you're not gonna have a good time right it's a painful experience I'm here for a good time not a long time <laughs> 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 yeah but, but I get you yeah I get you okay but so you come out of it after that you feel sort of recharged and a bit more like your susceptibility to experience pleasure increases because you experience pain. So there's this like balance of pleasure and pain in the in the brain. If you oh, I never thought about it like that. If you so this is how it works. If you if you let's say you have a lot of pleasure, so you you get a lot of chocolate, or you're watching videos or whatever, right? And you're like desensitized. You get desensitized. So you need more to experience the same amount of pleasure. <laughs> so that's one side of the balance. On the other side of the balance is pain. So if you experience some pain, it's easier to experience pleasure. Bro, you're, you're just like, you're selling uh, BDSM to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, if I get whipped, <laughs> sex would be better. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am not experiencing BDSM, but I'm, I mean... That makes sense. I'll be like, yo, 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 <laughs> wait up, let me go take an ice bath, I'll come back. Neurochemically, it makes sense. <laughs> wow, interesting. Yeah, okay, like, I, I, I get that, but then, okay, let, let me just uh, clarify. When I mentioned masochism in this context, I meant it with a bit of a negative connotation. Yeah. To be like, in this context, like, I'm not anti masochism if you like pain and shit in the bedroom like good for you like I'm not judging but I'm just saying as a society we're kind of like glorifying pain like like there's this huge trend with ice baths and uh, fucking what are you that walk you're doing 
the El Camino the de El Camino Santiago. de Santiago walk bro you're fucking walking for like what 30 days or something about a month one month of just walking like that's 30 k's a day you're gonna be fucked or even this idea of um vipassana vipassana is the meditation retreat yeah the master has been to multiple times and you're going to i'm gonna in, in january <laughs> yeah no, i've signed up i want to go in january and that's literally 10 days silent meditation yeah and you was it eight hours a day or something 10 hours a day 10 hours and 45 minutes a day of just sitting silently yeah doing fuck all Oh, well, doing something. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. It's, it's, and I've heard from many people that the Vipassana retreat is painful. Yeah, a lot of people really struggle. I mean, some people really struggle with it. Some people don't struggle with it as much. But it's a spectrum. Yeah, But okay. it, is, it, is, it is a struggle for a lot of people. And then I think about it as well. Like, even uh, when we go to the gym with Maz, Maz like, <laughs> feel the tension, feel the pain, feel the pain. <laughs> that's usually mad <laughs> but if I can read but anyway um, and <laughs> and I feel like there's this thing about like like why is like pain is I, I'm a huge advocate even myself you know no pain no gain or like Masson's favorite line is what's the thing everything good is hard to get everything good is hard to get but then I'm like wait wait wait, wait. let's hold let's just pause there What if that's just a false narrative we're telling ourselves? What if you can get good things and it doesn't have to be hard? But like the same way that slave masters used to trick slaves, that they had to work hard to have rights. What if we just like trapped in a false narrative? I mean, look, good thought experiment, but I don't think it is, I don't think it has me. I don't think it's like, substantial because so for me personally okay you know like the story where like my the moment when my life changed right so oh, i don't know how comfortable you feel do you want to share it or not yeah, i can share it yeah so okay actually good. i guess yeah i can share it it'll be a bit of a long trip but yeah okay, so okay. all right brace yourself guys get some popcorn pause the podcast <laughs> get ready um maybe about five six years ago Um, I was in a very low place in my life. I was like 125 kilos. All right, let me just clarify. Massive right now is is like... 77. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I was 125 kilos. I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. I was completely apathetic towards life. Didn't want to do anything. Didn't even have the energy to want to even think about suicide so that's like the next lower level than that so it's like you just couldn't be fucked to kill yourself I like just, you would if you could but you yeah, couldn't be fucked yeah like if I if I had like a gun in front of me I 100% instantly would have done it but I just couldn't be fucked going through the process of like yeah I get trying to do it so it's like it's like when you hit the rock bottom and then you still continue falling and then you're like oh This is the rock bottom. And then you keep going. So that was like going yeah. for years and years for me. For about seven years, I was, I was just falling, like mm. nonstop. And then there was, the falling actually continued. So I went to this festival and I, I went to like, I was in the dance floor dancing and I was intoxicated. And then I um, decided that I was going to go back to my tent But then the way to back to my t back to my tent is quite like 
long if you go if you follow the road. So it's one of those festivals that you just have like a a, a base sweep sleep in a tent with yeah, yeah yeah so like the like if, if i was to follow the road it takes about half an hour to walk to my tent mm-hmm. it's a massive festival but if i made a shortcut through the woods through probably, the woods probably it would be like five minutes it's like some little red riding hood shit <laughs> <laughs> so i decided to do it and remember i'm like heavily intoxicated this is four three four a.m pitch black there's literally no lights in the in the jungle or woods so I just walked into it, like, thinking I'm good with direction and I'm just going to walk straight to my tent. Like, but you were in, like, you were, like, intoxicated, so, like, yeah. you're fucked. So I, I started walking. So there was some barbed wire somewhere. I cut myself. I was bleeding at this point. And then I fell into a ditch, like, a proper Like a, like a proper, ditch. like, manhole ditch. Yeah. It was about two meters wow. deep. So I couldn't, like, if I stood up, I couldn't see the top of like outside yeah well and at the bottom of the ditch there was some water and it was so cold that the water was almost ice like the the top layer was ice oh wow so when I fell into it like there was a shattering sound Mm. of the ice and I'm just sitting there in the cold as water freezing bleeding and And this is 125 kilo mass yeah and I'm just like this is I had the thought that this is how I'm gonna die. Like this is how it, it, it all ends. So, so let me just let me clarify. So you're you're at a festival. It's pitch black, middle of the night, and you've gone into some random fucking forest. Yeah. And you've cut yourself. You're bleeding, and you've fallen into a ditch, and you've got no like way of contacting anyone. Nah. And you're intoxicated. And, and I'm freezing. It's and like freezing. shivering, like proper shivering. And you're like, fuck. And because you're a big dude, you can't just pull yourself up. Like. I, I, yeah, I just, I just, I just sat there at the bottom of this stage, thinking, this is like, this is the end. Mm. And like, I was like, it's a pretty miserable way to go, but at least I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how low I was. That's yeah. how low I was, right? And I just had this like one. I don't know where this talk came from. I just had this one fleeting thought. I said, but what if it's the beginning and not the end? Like, just what if? And then I'm like, okay, if it is the beginning, i got to get out of this, get out of this ditch. So I sort of dug, like, uh, dug some of the mud out just so I could put my hand in it, like, make space, mm. you know, like, to climb. So, like, I, I made, like, a space for my feet to go in. And dug it, dug a space for my other feet, and I sort of climbed out. It was a really hard climb too for like the hundred twenty-five yeah. kilos mass. Yeah, so I climb up, and I start wandering around, and it was probably about two hours before I found my tent, but it felt like seven or eight. Like it felt really challenging because I'm literally walking in the in the bush mm. and one of my shoes was gone too so I was like yeah, one, shoe, one shoe was bare fit so I'm just walking in this like jungle right and then it was really hard it was really hard I was, I was, I was like proper pain and suffering and then I finally find my tent I find my tent I'm sitting outside my tent and looking at the stars and I'm like man I feel good like I actually feel good and this is like, so at this point, I should be like, you know, I should be on the come down from the stuff I had taken earlier. Yeah. Like, 
I should be feeling even worse than I normally do. Because, and because of the ordeal I was on as well, like, would you feel good if you were, like, bleeding and, like, cold, cold. and, like, no. lost and all that? No, like, so it just didn't make sense. Like, why am I feeling good? Like, that question, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Why am I feeling good? And then, like, sort of the penny drop, like, I, I had, like, an aha moment that I'm feeling good because I did something that I didn't think I could do and I'm proud of myself for achieving that. And that's a feeling that I had forgotten. I had forgotten you could feel that way because one of the mottos of my life before before this everything good is hard to get became my motto. My motto was like, be as lazy as you can. Do the bare minimum you have to do. And that's why like, I was like a I was gamer and... Like, think about this. Gaming's so easy. You just sit on the computer and just do whatever you like. So that's why I did gaming. Like, I was, I, I always used to do the easiest path. Path of least resistance. But this one time, I got forced to take this path of, like, most resistant. And I loved it. <laughs> like, literally. Mm. So since then, I've been like, okay... I'm no longer scared of pain. I'm not scared of challenges and difficulties. I'm going to lean into the hard stuff. So, like, I always liked psychology, but because I'm English secondary language and, like, I'm really good at math and physics, I'm like, why would I go study psychology? Like, that's just going to be hard. Mm. Like, because I'm going to write these assignments and essays and I don't know how to write them and it's going to be challenging. Whereas if I go study engineering, like I did, yeah. it would be so much easier because it's like mostly math and math just comes naturally to me. Like, that's my strong suit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, see see how, like, the the wanting to go the path of least resistance has, has been, like, a big theme in my life. Like, everything that I've done up to that point was under that theme. Mm. And then that theme just changed that night so yeah, that's the story hmm wow yeah man this is this is the thing it's i i don't think it's an uncommon human experience like some of the most successful humans mm-hmm. from from arnold to like barack obama to fucking I don't know. I don't know who else to name. Um, like, like these people will also challenges vouch that challenges are well, like important. Yeah. To happiness. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but the only reason I was trying to challenge it is I feel like, I feel like in, in, in society, there are certain social schemas like certain narratives that we're told mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we're told that like if you do a b will happen or you should be doing b or you should be doing c like there are certain stories that we're told mm-hmm. whether it's from the movies we've watched from the time with kids or whether it's just um it's just like the talk of the town mm-hmm. and i just i just wanted to challenge the story just to be like how like how much of it is placebo? But do you, do you think this leaning into discomfort and leaning into pain is really a prevalent story? I don't think it is as common as you think. You reckon? Like so, you've got like friends like me, Jason, or whatever, like around you, yeah. who, who who share these 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 views. 
So I think you're like, your, your sampling is quite biased. Um, think about 95% of like, I don't know, like the reality TV or movie. Like, yeah, I guess. Like what's it about? It's about like just maximizing pleasure. Like the, the the guy wants to get rich fast or do this like like there's there's a I think it's all, almost the opposite like the larger culture sort of is is, is pushing for like uh, comfort pleasure and I don't know just easy yeah, you okay. want it fast you want it easy you want it like do you know what I mean mm. like look at look at when 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 something is advertised. It's advertised as it's easy, it's fast, it's cheap. Like mm. you can just get it done. Yeah, that's that's every advertising for you, right? Like, well, actually, the cheap one might not be because sometimes they want to sell luxury. Or, yeah, so that's different. no, like, no, I get that, I get that. But that easy and fast is always what ma- what marketers use to sell. Like they don't say they don't come and say. Like this retreat that I was telling you about that I'm interested in to go the trigger thing. They don't even advertise it. It's only word of mouth because mm. how are you gonna advertise it? Oh yeah, you gotta come here. You gotta you, you gotta get triggered, and then you can walk through your triggers to to, <laughs> to be more resistant and resilient to right. your triggers. That's not that's not a that's not a pitch that sells. You know what? For those kind of things, you need the word of mouth of someone who's done it, and they're like, "It was so good that I did it again." That's how you can sell things like that because the actual narrative, I think, is. It's not like that. There is individuals who who share this narrative of like go into discomfort, go into pain and lean into challenge. That's a narrative some individuals share, but I don't think it's a society wide okay. thing. Okay, I, I I accept that. Okay, like now that I think about it a bit more, totally. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm a very biased sample of just the people I hang around. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but but it still doesn't change the initial initial question initial topic uh-huh. of let me rephrase it to be like people like myself you Jason whatever who it's all about personal growth more or less yeah have we just like how do I say it H- have we just become so comfortable in the pain slash suffering environment mm-hmm. that we're going back to that environment because it's our new safe space and we don't know how to just sit the fuck down and enjoy pleasure and comfort and that's something I'm trying to figure out good question I'm just reflecting and thinking about it yeah, like, 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 let me elaborate. Like, even myself right now. Then the next few months of my life, bro, I got some crazy shit happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm going overseas uh, in less than two weeks, and I've got this crazy itinerary planned, of like literally going from city to city every two three days. Yeah, for like five weeks. I want to be jet lagged. I want to be tired. I want to be nauseous. It's gonna be fucked. But. For me, pain is comfort, more or less. <laughs> like, like maybe not like that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm being a bit dramatic. But even like going, I'm going to Vipassana. I'm like, oh yeah, like it, it's uncomfortable, but 
your value is everything good is hard to get. My value is fear and pain is not a good enough reason to not want to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if I come up with a better logical reason why I shouldn't do it, mm-hmm. that's fine. But if I don't want to do it just because it's uncomfortable, yeah, because it's cold, because you know I'll get bored. That's not a good enough reason to not do it. Mm-hmm. So, but, but then when I think about it, I'm like, bro, I've literally finished exams. Why am I not like a normal person who just like, just watches TV and relaxes and then goes to nice restaurants and like... So, let me, let me push back on that. So, I've... I'm, I'm really, I think, you know, so, so let's say I'll make an example that's a little bit extreme just for fun. So, imagine, imagine someone's like dieting and going to the gym. They, they've got like a vape they want to hit they want to become like I don't know they want to reach 70 kilos whatever okay and then they, they're like working so hard so hard to get there and they get it and they're like you know what I've worked so hard I've dieted so hard I'm going to reward myself and they go and eat like a complete like a massive cake and like they, they, <laughs> they, they binge and, yeah, and, and, I just pictured like massive eating and, cake and then they just don't go they, they don't exercise for, for like a week or something yeah. like they just keep binging and then they, they back to like the weight that they didn't like mm. and they're like oh shit uh, I'm gonna go back again so they go back again to the gym lose it again and then rinse and repeat rinse and repeat okay. so what what stands out as that is the thing you're rewarding yourself with, is it really a reward? Or is that some form of masochism? Like, if you're rewarding mm. yourself with something that's actually taking you further from where you want to be in your life, isn't that a form of masochism? <laughs> like, the, neg- the the sort of... With the negative connotation that you're talking about? Like... So for me personally, ah yeah, I get that. Like, yeah. like because look, because you you you're taking yourself further away from where you want to go. You're self sabotaging in the disguise of rewarding yourself. So you think you're rewarding yourself, but are you really rewarding yourself? This, this is an interesting one. This is we we, we talked about this like at, at the gym a few weeks ago. Uh huh. Of the, are you really rewarding yourself? Like, yeah. Like there's a. And that's a great question. I, I don't I, know. I, it's a it's a question that I've been asking myself more and more every time I want to do something as a reward for whatever. Like, for example, when I was working on my thesis, I was I was like literally burnt out. So I was like, I'm gonna play some games because that's like my proper comfort zone like you know how people have comfort eating I've got comfort gaming. bro for you game is like crack bro it's like <laughs> it's like fucking drugs bro. <laughs> people have comfort eating I've got comfort gaming yeah and uh, I I played games I played and I, I didn't even play it that much I played maybe like two days yeah. so two, two days like maybe about ten hours like two five hour sessions wait this is after your thesis after my thesis yeah yeah I remember yeah and that's still a lot. Ten hours a day. No, ten hours over two days. Oh, okay, yeah. So I played. I played that. And I was like, yeah, I'm. I'm rewarding myself, like you know, sticking through the the, the difficulty of the thesis <laughs> and pushing through and doing it, whatever. And I, I started to get this headache 
<laughs> literally I started to get this headache and I, and I was like falling behind from other stuff that I needed to do because uni was still not sort of finished I still had other other things Maybe assignments to do. and yeah. stuff to do it was an assignment and it was an exam and then I'm like sitting down like I'm not only did me playing the game didn't take away the burnout that I was feeling but it added a headache on top <laughs> 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 what a reward that was, right? <laughs> so, so it just it, it, it like and Michael actually. I talked to Michael. And yeah, he was the one sort of uh, made me think about it this way. I'm mm. like, fuck. To be like, is it really? And, and you you told me this is on. In theory, I understand, but I'm still not sold. I I still. Like why can't why can't your reward be something that actually fills your cup? You know what, Samim, do you wanna go camping? And you 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 take your friend, you go, you do something that you know you enjoy, that you know fills up your cup, that you just is is it is a there's a destructive reward and there's a constructive reward. But but there's something freeing about destructive because. Like, like, okay, let, let me give the opposite argument to what you're saying. Let me sure. push back a bit. It, yeah. It's, to me, when I'm studying, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a nerd, but I see, I see preparation for an exam kind of like preparing for, like, a athletics competition. Like, a, mm-hmm, that you're competing. Like training. In, yeah, you're competing in a sport. So it's like the same way an athlete, when they have an important game, they sleep well, they eat well, they um, train regularly mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. with certain intervals. I, I see exam preparation the same way. Okay. So I'm like, leading up to exams, I'm like at my best. I'm like like an athlete that is preparing for something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once the exam is done, I'm like, for the last two, three weeks, I, I haven't been able to be self-destructive at all. I've had to be on my best behavior, super healthy, super like, like in a way, it's the opposite of freedom because I'm kind of forcing myself to abide by certain rules and forcing myself to fight against my impulses. Yeah. Okay. And then to me, it's like, it's a matter of now the exams are done. Like how, how do I want to celebrate? What's my reward? I want to go out on Saturday and just like drink, mm-hmm. maybe get drunk. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that is self-destructive. I'm going to be hungover the next day. I'm going to feel like shit. But, <coughs> God bless Jesus. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for me, it's about, I, there's something freeing about letting go. I think it's, it's about letting go. It's about like, it's tiring to always have to think about like, oh, what is this thing that I'm going to put in my, is it healthy? Or is this, video that I'm going to watch is it good for my mental health it's just like sometimes you just get tired like fuck it I just want to like switch off and do something destructive like there, there is a thrill and a, and a freedom in destruction so I think I, I, I definitely get where you are but I think there is something something you said you sort of just brushed over it I don't want it to like go deep into that so it's like it's the idea that the, about the freedom and the impulse. Mm. So I think, based on my own experience, if you actually just do whatever your impulses 
once whatever impulses you have and you, you just follow them you just you know like from today Samim's just following his impulses right like, <laughs> like, like within the bounds of you know respecting society individuality yeah. and whatever like yeah. whatever ethical framework of course within, within the bounds yeah. you, you just follow your impulses yeah like so you get up uh, I don't feel like going to uni so you, you sit back you lie that back down and you sleep and then you like you get up you, you eat some whatever like eating chocolate cake you, for breakfast yeah whatever cake chocolate you want to have you have and then you're like um, I want to go back to sleep or I want to go play games or want to watch porn whatever you, you, you do whatever whatever impulses that you have you know? Bro, I've told you I'm a, I'm a good religious boy I don't watch porn <laughs> porn is for the devil but, but think about this so if you're following all those impulses does that really feel like freedom do, do you think you're a free person if you are slave <laughs> to your own impulses I think I think yeah when you frame it like that I think being being a slave to your own impulses is is literally as far from freedom as you can be think about this would, would you be going like if you were following your impulses you wouldn't be able to go like this this overseas trip you're going you wouldn't have been able to sort of make the money or make the plans because because making the plans and buying the tickets that's not your impulses like that's that's stuff you force yourself to do because you want to experience something else right like your impulse isn't ah oh, yeah I'm gonna like um, I don't know it's like maybe this is like the best there, example there, there, there's part of it there's parts of it that no, it feels like a chore right yeah yeah maybe not flights but other but, stuff but, but, like accommodation and stuff yeah yeah there's, there's parts of like it that feel flights. like a chores yeah, yeah there's parts of it that feel like chores yeah, yeah. but by doing those chores you get the freedom to do the other stuff whereas if you're just following your impulses it, it, it's it's a lot less freeing it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying like I lived my life following the impulses for mm. a long time for a long time bro long time like longer than you've been alive yeah. I was just following my impulses <laughs> 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 it did it, I'm telling you it didn't make me free it made me sit in my room play games all day order dominoes and smoke cigarettes that's that, that that's my impulses my impulses was smoke cigarettes eat dominoes drink coke play games sleep repeat that was my impulses yeah but, but to me it's net like I, that's I an extreme example but but I, I accept your, but, I, I accept your example and I, and I agree that is quite and that, is that that's, free? Like, is, is that's like not that freedom free? that's not freedom that person is not free at all but then now I'm kind of like damned if I do damned if I don't because now both sides sound like slavery. So then now it just sounds like there is no freedom. We're just, we're just all fucking stuck. Well, I guess, you know, it's, it comes back to what we talk about. Do you remember what we talk about? Like about when, when we talk about slavery, we're like, if you consciously, if you're in a right state of mind and you consciously choose to be a slave, are you really a slave? Do you remember that yeah, conversation yeah. we had? Yeah. So I think it comes back to that. Like if you if you are like okay, if if you like you're sitting down, you're thinking, oh, okay, I want to look uh, better. Like I want to have more muscle. I want to have more definition. I want to feel more confident in my body. You've made that decision with like the right mindset, with the conscious decision, right? Mm. So you've made this decision, and you 
continue to make that decision on a day-to-day basis. So you we want to go towards that. Yeah. Now, to go towards that, you need to come to the gym. So you're going to the gym. You're doing this thing. You're doing this thing. You're doing this thing. So these things are in relation to a goal you have chosen chosen to do. So I think it's a lot about choosing. Like, did I, did I choose to... Uh, be a fat game addict I don't think I did it was a byproduct of my it was a byproduct of my actions so I think it's like do you choose your goal and then do do become a slave to what you need to do to get Mm -hmm. to the goal or do you choose the activities you want to do and be a slave to the End result that you get. I don't know. Yeah, but, but, but I feel like it's still an oversimplification because, like, in in the description that you're giving, yeah, it, mm. I think it's very, I think it's oversimplified a lot. Yeah. Okay. There's this idea that. If so what am I missing in there? I think what you're missing is that. Okay, so did you choose to be a gamer addict? No. All right, but it's like to me, did I choose to be at uni? Yes. Yeah. But does it still feel like I'm a slave? Yes. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, did, did someone choose to work full-time in a job that I'm like, yes, they did choose. Does it still feel like slavery? Yes, it does. But, okay, that, that's a good example. So let's let's talk about this example. Yeah. So you're working in a job you don't quite like. Yeah. But you keep working. Why? Because working in this job, you're getting money to eat food, to have a roof over your head, to maybe have a hobby that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but so you, you're going to work, you're saving money and then you're traveling. You love traveling. Yeah. So in that way, although going to the work is inherently not a positive experience for you, it's giving you freedom to do other things. You're choosing to sacrifice your freedom in this area to gain freedom in other areas. Okay, okay. Well, now we're getting somewhere. So, so what you're suggesting is, is it's kind of like you can trade in your slave tokens for more freedom. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like that. Like if you choose, if you just do whatever you feel like doing, that you can do that. You can just follow your impulses and do whatever you feel like doing. But if you do that, it's not going to get you freedom. You're not going to be a free person. Think of, okay, another example. So uh, a five-year-old is pretty free. Like, it, 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 it's not a slave. Like, they don't, they don't have responsibilities. They don't have things they need to do. They just they just do whatever they feel like doing. Yeah. Uh, a two-year-old can even... There's not shit, shit on the carpet. Uh, yeah. They, <laughs> They're like, fuck it, I'm just going to shit here. They, they, don't, they, they don't have anything. They, yeah. There's nothing they need to do. Yeah. But would you say a two-year-old is free? Yeah, no, but for different reasons. Yeah, because imagine in, in a world a two-year-old could jump in a car and drive to the fucking... But like, if, if if the two-year-old is, is literally just doing nothing, they won't go to learn driving, even if they could. They won't, <laughs> they won't have the money to, to get a car because they're, they're, they're just going around <laughs> shitting on carpets and crying and screaming. So, the, so good. like you need to you need to do certain things to allow yourself to to have freedom. But they're not gonna have that freedom because they don't do those things that 
gives them freedom. Okay, so this is your argument against absolute freedom. So you're saying absolute freedom is is not necessarily the best. Absolute freedom is that's a two-year-old. Two-year-old has hundred percent freedom. Like they do whatever the fuck they want. Well, not exactly. It's a little bit different to what I'm saying. Yeah. But the difference is, for example, right right now, I love my job. Mm. Like I love what I'm doing to earn money, and I'm also loving like I'm pretty content. Like I, I love what I do. I love. All the activities I do, like I, I have, I have to think about. Okay, there's these five things that I love doing, and I can only do three of them. So mm. I gotta like let two go. That's a good problem to yeah. have. <laughs> yeah. That's a good problem to have. So, I think it's not necessarily about. Um, it's not necessarily about absolute freedom is doesn't exist or is bad. It's like the freedom. If if you're free, if you're idea of freedom is doing just following your impulses that's not real freedom because your impulses well you know you you, you study the brain you, like the impulses are like biologically driven sometimes like it's not even mm. what you want sometimes you may not want what you have the impulse for like if you actually like sit about sit down and think about it you may not want it but you biologically you might just the dopamines or whatever mm-hmm. make you have that desire. I don't know. What, what do you think? Interesting topic, actually. I think I'm thinking about it. I, I think I I I, I get that. I, I can see how this idea of absolute freedom is not actually freedom. Mm-hmm. Like this idea of giving into impulses is not freedom. It's like because you become a slave. Yeah, to okay. yeah, and, and and I'm sold by that. But then my, the the opposite side of that that I still don't understand is mm-hmm. when you're self disciplined. Mm-hmm. That, that that's the term that's used to describe someone who the opposite of that person. Yeah, the opposite of the the, the gamer addict and the two year old. Yeah, why well, isn't it such a isn't it horrible that there are so many similarities between the two-year-old and the gamer addict? <laughs> two-year-olds it are is, fucked, bro. Right? Anyway, I'll stop abusing two-year-olds. Um, <laughs> that sentence out of context. <laughs> oh my god, that's so bad. We should add that to the. <laughs> but anyway, where was I at? So I was, I was trying to explain that that people who are self-disciplined, okay. In a way, and sorry if I'm just making this bigger than it should be, but in a way, you as a, as a disciplined person, you you set up some rules, you set up some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. The rule is, wake the fuck up when the alarm goes off at five a.m. Yeah. Go to the gym. Do X Y Z. Mm-hmm. Wet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, come home, have that pre-prepared breakfast meal that you made the night before. Mm-hmm. That's discipline. Go yeah. to work on time. Get to work 10 minutes early. It, it's like a the opposite of the impulsive gamer is the person who's disciplined and is high achieving. And who, But then to me, I'm like, that, doesn't, that, that also doesn't sound like, that doesn't look like freedom. But I think it does. It's the freedom to reach your own goals. 
look, if you've chosen you want to have this body and you want to have like, uh, you, you want to work at this place and you want to do this thing, it's, it's your thing that you're following. If you're following your own thing, isn't that free? Like if, if you literally, so you're like, okay, I want to go to US and then you go to US. That's freedom because you chose to go to US. But if I say, Samin, you're going to get deported back to Iran. <laughs> <It's like laughs> that. That's not freedom. But do you know what I mean? Say it's, it's, if you choose to go somewhere and do something for that, for that, your own goal, mm. that's free. Even so, like, for example, you know, you could, you could, you could be someone who doesn't really care about their health. It's not an important factor to their life. Mm. Literally no judgments. So you you don't care about your health too much. You're like you know what, I'm gonna I'm here for however many years. Here <laughs> for a good time. Yeah, here for a good time. That's it. <laughs> so so if if you share that mindset, and your your goal is to experience pleasure, you go and eat and the food that freedom, makes you yeah. pleasure, and that's freedom. So okay, okay. So so because it, their goal is different for someone like me. That is the opposite of freedom because that's not my goal. But if someone's goal is 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 different, it's, it's all about the goal. Like, what goal do you have in your mind? And are you going towards your own goal? Because that's freedom. And you have the freedom to move towards your own goal. So if my goal is to become a fat game addict and I become a fat game addict, that's freedom? Yeah. God bless America. <laughs> I genuinely think so. Like, there was a time I wanted to... I, I My goal was to literally become, like, be able to... So, even to become a fat game addict is, is actually really hard because you need to make money from the game and you need to be really, 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 really good at the game to make Because you got paid it. for gaming. Yeah. So, I was playing 18 hours a day... That's fucked. That's so fucked. ...to get that good, to get paid. <laughs> Do, do you see what I mean? But then, but then yeah. so I was, I was, I was free. In, but in that was sense. your goal, though. Your goal yeah. was so, so you were free. In a sense. I was, I was free in a sense because I was working towards my goal. But achieving that goal had a lot of byproducts that I that didn't help me. So, like you know, I was free. I was free chasing my goal of becoming like a professional gamer, and I achieved it. But in achieving that goal. There was so many byproducts. Okay, okay. L- let me try and wrap up this whole conversation in a... Like, I-, I think I know a good way to wrap it up. So so the conclusion we've come to is freedom is great. We all want freedom. Mm. Freedom, like, that's just an assumption we both made, but I think we both agree. Yeah, I agree. And there's this idea that if you're going to give up freedom in the short term, if-, if you're giving up freedom in the short term for greater freedom later on, you know, like whether that, some people would say, okay, going to gym is giving up freedom, but then the freedom you get is you're fitter and you can play with your, I don't know, play with the kids you or your grandkids sport, or play you, sports. You can, you can not, not become like short breath from walking. Exactly. A it opens up opportunities. Or like, as you said, working in that job you don't like, if it leads you to be able to travel, like that's freedom. So that, so there's like an instrument, like the, you, you can weigh it on a scale. To yeah. be like, is the current lack of freedom I'm experiencing going to lead to more freedom later on and this is where this this framework the one i feel like religious people can abuse this framework okay because they can be like oh i'm gonna just like 
have a shit life, but in heaven I'm gonna be free. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I don't want to go into it too much unless you have something like you're itching to say about the religious thing. Well, I'm just thinking about it. Like, um, I don't have anything to say on it. So I think yeah, that, that like, but, but anyway, religious people, you can use this framework too. Good for you. Go have fun in hell. Like, sorry, not in hell. Fuck. Sorry. I'm into heaven. I'm into heaven. But we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about no, uh, go your, have... your your religion uh, <laughs> hatred. It's not hatred, bro. <laughs> they hate me. I don't hate them. I love, I love everyone. <laughs> no, anyway, go have fun in heaven. With all the 99 virgins or whatever. Like, good for you. You know? You have sex in heaven. We have sex on earth. We're the same. But anyway, um... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I was done. Um, so anyway, so, okay, so, so that's the freedom thing. So I'm convinced with the freedom thing. And actually, just, just for people listening, I think it would be cool to just... Wrap up. No, no, but, but just to think of... I think based on this conversation we had, it's actually quite empowering. Yeah. To be like, next time you have to wake up at 6am to go to work, or next time you have to wake up, whatever, and go to the gym, or you have to do something hard. Think, like, bring the freedom that this is allowing you to have to the to the front of your, yeah, of your mind. Yeah. And remember why you're doing this thing, and I actually, I feel like it would be quite empowering. And it makes it so much easier to do it too. Like, it's yeah. not a drudgery to get up and do the thing. Because that is freedom. Like, like, right now we look at the conflicts happening all around the world. All, mm-hmm. all of these wars. Look at the Middle East. At least for people like me or people like you who we've come from a place like Iran that has no fucking freedom. Mm-hmm. We, we should be grateful for this freedom. I and mean, we should remind ourselves every day, even in the tasks that we don't like to do, even in the tasks that seem horrible, just remember, this is freedom. Yeah. You know, it's freedom to wake up and drive two hours to work. Like, you know, like university, with all of the restrictions that it puts on you. It's free. In, on your freedom. It's it's giving you the freedom to, for me, for example, if I if I do my master's and become a psychologist, the university has given me the freedom to become a psychologist. To become a psychologist, yeah. Yes. And that's, that's something I, I was like, I don't know if I'm still going for it, but anyway. Yeah, I get that. I get that's that. something I was aspiring to. And so those limitations gave you those opportunities. Amen. Fuck. So that's freedom. And I feel like we didn't end up the masochism on it. I mean, I think we. I mean, it, it it does parallel because think about like what we are talking about, like the the difficulty allowing for uh, freedom. So think of the difficulty as the masochism bit and the freedom as personal development bit. So it's kind of like. It has parallels. It no, has a lot of parallels. But then my, my whole point, the only thing I just wanted you to admit, as a self-development <laughs> guru. I don't know guru, but uh, enthusiastic. Enthusi- yeah. yeah, enthusiast. Self-development enthusiast. Bro, you love that shit, bro. You get after that shit. <laughs> just admit it. Just admit it. I do. I, you I do, you do it. it. You love the suffering. You love that feeling. I do. Like I said, it, it, it's changed my life to... to Lean into that feeling is is what changed my life. I it's it's literally the one thing that changed my Shit. life. I don't think you'd actually admit it. Fuck. I was trying to pathologize you, but you can't. Good <laughs> 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 oh attempt. Good attempt. That was my whole point to be like, do you like? 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was trying to go with that. But the idea that, like, well, you just admitted it. So I, it's like, I don't know what to say now. <laughs> you just admitted that you do get off on the pain stuff and you think pain, like, you think the pain, based on the first thing you said yeah. in this episode, you said when you experience the pain, you're more sensitive to pleasure. That happens. Literally, you know how I'm like, I am MDLA? Yeah. That's because of the pain, mate. <laughs> do you want to be MDLA? Bro, you're starting some pain cults, bro. You're starting some pain cult. Hey, guys, if you want to experience pleasure, just like, just like, let me just absolutely like bring hell on to Fight Club, yeah. Fight Club. Fight Club's a great movie. Yeah, it's love that. It's an amazing movie. Fuck. Okay. Well, then they, they, that's my conclusion. So, so self development is masochism. It is like that. That's the conclusion. Self development is I masochism. Because you just masochism means taking pleasure from pain, and you just said that you do take pleasure from pain because it means that there's pleasure awaiting after the pain. So I would say self development is masochism. Not that it's a good or a bad thing, but I just think it's like a fact. It's like you, you just admitted it. I mean, it can... I think it's a too broad of a term, self-development. Okay, well, for method, for math. Yeah, for, for me, I agree with that. But I think with, with the term in, in like, broader... Because, like, yoga is, like, sort of self-development. Uh, it's not quite... Is there, yeah, but there's pain sometimes. Is there pain? I don't know. Not really. I haven't experienced pain in yoga. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, okay. There's, there's yeah. a lot of self-development it, 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 that doesn't need to be, like... It doesn't apply to... doesn't require pain. But a lot of the self-development, at least the self-development that you and me and our friends do, it's very much the pain... It's part of... Rats. Like, I'm telling you, bro, read this book, Dopamine Nation. It talks about... Nah, pleasure Huberman's recommended it as well, Andrew Huberman. It's a, it's a, it's a great book. Dopamine great book. It's like Suzanne something? Anna Dr. Oh, Anna yeah. Lamke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dopamine Nation. Shit. Well, that's it, guys. Um, what's the time? Yeah. So, before we wrap up, Maz, I started listening to that book you told me to. Which one? Arnold's book. Oh, yeah? Be how how do you find it? Bro, I've listened like, it's like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. So this is Arnold, what is it? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, yeah. He's, he's written this book called Be Useful. Be Useful. It's just Arnold, like, jacking himself off for it. <laughs> he's like I am the best I am I have achieved so much like I and I'm like bro I get it you're like good like good for you bro like, I, and like, like he's trying to be inspiring but it just seems so like egotistical I, I can't I can't help it I, I didn't at all get that vibe no. from it I mean I think a lot of the times it depends on your own perspective how you're looking through it you know how like you were like um the when you're when you're dancing and like you're like oh these like oh the bondi the bondi yeah, yeah. So, oh, like, so this is when I got pissed off at people in bondi because they all looked like dickheads anyway <laughs> by dickheads it means they looked uh, physically like aesthetically pleasing <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it it it's the perspective you bring to it. Right. I don't think Arnold is actually doing that. He, he quite the opposite he he's actually like he, he, he quite actually says the opposite he's like when people say you're a self-made man he, he hates that he's like don't call me self-made I'm not self-made he talks about that in the book how is that jacking himself up wow so you're saying it's not Arnold it's you Sam you're the <laughs> you're, problem you're seeing it in that perspective bro I don't know bro it sounds like there's bullshit arguments religious people tell me it's not Jesus it's you you're the problem I mean 
how about this? Finish listening the book and then, and then the make your con- and then make your okay, decision. Done. All right, done. Yeah, done. All right, all right. Um, that's it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to anti anti religious. Nah, is it anti? Did Not I say really. anything anti religious today? Uh, you did. You said um, all the religious people go to. <laughs> That was just an accident. He just came out. He actually just came out. <laughs> is he unconscious? Yeah? Say, is he unconscious, bro? You got these associations. <laughs> <laughs> All these unconscious associations just coming out. Bro, that's so bad. <laughs> Fuck my life. Alright, easy guys. I'll see you next time. Maybe I will, maybe I will. Yeah, go and do meditation. Go and do meditation. Anything you want to do, you can <laughs> be a professor. Wink, wink. Clearly, you spent too much time on a <laughs> <laughs>